0: Not the Chuddle. Chuddle. Surprise! (laughs) Whoa. Oh, that's fantastic. So good. If what the actual fuck was a movie, out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Hello, and welcome Chuddle Club members to a brand new meeting of the Chuddle the Pod Horror Movie Club. My name is Ross, and I'm joined by my co-occupants of the pod, Brian, well, he's not here, but Boo. you know who is? Who? Sam.
1: Oh, sup. up to me. up to you. <laughs> up to me. Sup to
0: everyone. Bri- Brian had a last minute thing that he had to do, uh, which was, was strangely enough, he's renovating an old hotel that he found. Yeah. And it, it was an emergency oh. renovation, really. Emergency renovation to, to a haunted house. Yeah. So we wish him all the luck. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably going to try to live stream us later, so. Oh, that'd be excellent. (laughs) But tonight, we sign up as characters and get locked in the basement without any workers' comp as we discuss 2015's Hell House LLC. Limited Liability Corporation. (laughs) Uh, And just in case you didn't know, or this is your first episode listening to Chuddle the Pod, we like to keep it spoiler-free up top, and we will let you know when the hell pits rip open and the spoilers come crawling out. Last, but certainly not least, we have a Patreon, and we got to shout out our coven of witches. Your sacrifice gives us life, and we thank you for your beautiful souls. (gasps) And what does signing your soul slight monetary contribution get you? Well, a choice of movies we cover in our Patreon exclusive pick every movie cycle, as well as extra content, bonus episodes, and a secret Discord layer to discuss all things Chuddle with other contributors to the pod, which include, but not limited to, past guests, Mm. movie directors, Mm. authors, Mm. and generally amazingly creepy Chuddleheads. Ooh, Right, Mm. so yeah, check it out. Now let's set up the electricity and the fog machines and get into our toe tag line for this evening. That's your fog machines. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. So if any any request, Brian, just randomly throughout the episode, just small of a fog machine going off because we're you know
1: okay. See, I was thinking Brian's not here, so I will just be the human soundboard as I'm known to be. off yeah, yeah.
0: This, yes, the living Bismarcky of Horror. Here is our spoiler-free toe tagline. Five years after an unexplained malfunction causes the death of fifteen tour goers and staff on the opening night of a Halloween haunted house tour. A documentary crew travels back to the scene of the tragedy to find out what really happened. Sure. Accurate? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Well, Haunted House movies are made by people, sometimes ghosts, but mostly people. Um, And this movie was directed and written by Stephen Cognetti. Yes, I saw that written and directed. Is this? See, I did not go as far. I don't know if this is his directing and writing debut. I do not know either i should have this honestly i should have this information because i'm the one i'm seeing tonight that's true this is your pick this is my pick um i think this is yeah director G- yep okay yeah so this is like one of the first things he directed
1: yep he did some shorts before this and then all what he's done it? is hell house movies since then which uh, so i decided i would Oh, he's got another one coming out. Oh, and it looks like actually maybe a non-Hell House movie coming out, too. Dun, dun, dun.
0: Some of our key players in the film are Gore Abrams as Paul O'Keefe. Gore. Danny Bellini as Alex Taylor. We've got Jared ha- Hacker. Yes, Jared ha- ooh, Hacker. Jared Hacker is Tony Prescott. Also, with okay, I have to go back. With a name like Gore Abrams, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you just insist on using your name instead of whatever they wrote? Because he's at a horror movie and his first for, name is Gore. For the
1: character? Why not? Well, they'd be like, he's like a Mr. Or, T character, you what know name? What I mean? Like, Mr. T is Mr. It? T. <laughs> Is that true? I've never heard that name before. Have you? Have you? Plus, oh. if he takes up all the gore. We'll get there, but he takes up all the gore in this movie. Do right? <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Uh, and
0: also, uh, Adam Schneider as Andrew McNamara. Um, and we also have some other ones to kind of go through, but that's kind of our key case player. Oh, also, Ryan Jennifer Jones as Sarah Havel. Yes. Off. Hovel, Havel, Havel. See, even it doesn't—it doesn't have to be a foreign film. I'll still fuck up the names. Oh yeah, that's classic Ross. Name, names yeah. be fucked.
1: <laughs> it's nothing personal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nothing personal. Well, the doors are locked and things are getting shadowy. Uh, looks like it's about time to fill up our goro meter for the evening.
1: It's time for the goro. Fatality
0: basically on a scale of 1 to 10 psycho to the sadness how gory is this
1: film sam
0: give it a 1 <laughs> wow okay
1: give it a 1
0: i gave it a uh man i, I was actually kind of being nice and giving it a 3 um consistency is a 1 for sure like consistency is like, like, a-
1: like half a finger
0: yeah. And then intensity is like, there are, there's like a few scenes in there. So I gave it like. Is two. there a few?
1: I feel like or there's a one. one.
0: There's a, well, there's a few. There's, I mean, yeah, to be totally honest, to be completely frank, that'll go up as we kind of come I up. can go Yeah, up to no, one and movie, a half, but <laughs> this is a one and a half two. too. Uh, this movie heavily does not rely on gore to achieve its spookiness or scares Agreed. in this yeah, film at all um this one is um actually kind of impressive for uh how spooky this movie is with the intense
1: lack of gore uh throughout well i think gore doesn't contribute to spookiness for the most part do you no i no but
0: i'm talking about our track record I mean, oh. we we cover some pretty sure, yeah, yeah. splattery things. Way so way low on our scale, which does not mean
1: bad by any standpoint. No, 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 no. Found footage thing, maybe. I feel like I don't know. I remember uh, Blair Witch, where like Jesus, what is this half half a finger? Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. A blurry, a blurry half finger in the corner.
1: Hmm.
0: So, this is, that was pretty good. That right? was very good. Yeah. Uh, this question, pretty much asking uh, what kind of horror subgenre it belongs to. Um, I mean, we got found footage freaks are going to love this. Oh yeah, definitely for found footage heads, freaks, little, um, little freaky freaks, little freaks on that haunted house, Yep. figuratively and like Halloween fake haunted house. If you're into either one sure. of those, mm-hmm. this is going to be right real for reality, yeah. real or fictional.
1: And Halloween seasonal thing, because it is like, a, they're yes. making a haunted house in it. So it's good for the Halloween season. Mm-hmm. What else you got going? Oh, man. Uh, if, I mean, like if, if, if clowns spook you, if, or if you're a fan of spooky clowns, I would definitely <laughs> yes. check this one yes. out.
0: Off off putting clowns. Absolutely. Um, I would also lightly wrangle this into satanic and satanic cult, oh, cult for sure yeah for it, sure cult. It,
1: it's yeah I wouldn't say it like it's culty it's not,
0: with a dash of satanism yeah. although that's kind of the fueling force it's kind of it's just, it's a little bit on the side it's mostly culty vibes
1: yeah yeah it's most I would say it's mostly spooky vibes with a or like ghosty vibes haunty vibes with a dash of cultiness
0: yeah Yeah, yeah. It's a nice little shlurly of, uh, I'll do a bunch of... cults
1: there, but it's not like if you were like, recommend me a cult movie, I'm not even sure I would think of this movie.
0: That's (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's very true.
0: Um, How are we watching this? I mean, like, I think, honestly, this movie would be good either way. I think in a group or by yourself, although I feel like watching this by yourself will give you a little more of the ebgb's than with a group of people.
1: It just depends you know, like, on the atmosphere. Yeah. This would have been yeah. uh, with a group. If it's your first time, it should be a group where it's everybody's first time and they're trying to like get scared watching a movie together. Yes. For your yeah, first yeah. time.
0: Um Yes. Yeah. So I, this wouldn't be like a loud party. I mean, it could be, but again, I think it, it, for this movie in particular first viewing, Get some get some found footage heads. Get some haunted house freaks. Sure. Get uh, you know. But like people I'm are gonna actually like, pay attention.
1: O- overnight in high school with friends, like yeah. you rent horror yes. movies. Yeah, this yeah, would be yeah, a yeah, great yeah. one. You know.
0: Fantastic one. Okay, so this is a good one. Is this for beginners?
1: And I said yes,
0: absolutely yes.
1: This is a oh, beginners yeah. horror movie. Yeah, yeah. The the only thing, um, that m- could make it a little difficult for beginners is the found footage aspect of it. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think this is a difficult found footage movie to watch compared to other found footage movies, but if you're inexperienced with the medium, it just, you know, it's different. It (laughs) is.
0: I mean, like, yeah, it's definitely different, but I think you're right. And obviously not a spoiler, but because it is a documentary style found footage horror film. It's still structured way better than I feel a lot of other found footage. Mm, well, films get to, yeah, I, I have yeah. a... We'll talk about that. Totally. <laughs> um. What? Do you... Do you hear that? Oh. Did you leave the light on? I, oh, I did. Well, I mean, it's got fog machine in here, too. And other stuff. But, you know, it's... All, uh-huh. okay. Hey hey.
1: hey, hey, what's up, fellas? It's me, <laughs> the Mothman. The hey, you, everybody. you guys want to know if there's anything to be worried about before you see this film? <laughs> I would say,
0: uh, if you have light sensitivity and photo sensitivity, there is a shit there's ton of strobe lights in this yeah. movie, um, lots of flashing lights, um, there. Well, it's going to lead into uh, um, <laughs> some of the I, IMDB behind the scenes. But um there is puke in this movie. So like there is a, a puking oh, scene. Oh yeah, yeah, so, that's right. Yep. Not too severe, but it's there. But it's but it's there. Um oh man, I guess if you've ever been um, Caught or stuck in a haunted house, uh, this may uh trigger some uh, some stuff for you, but I think the big ones would be mostly photosensitivity and there's just a slight puking thing, everything else yeah, is yeah, yeah. pretty standard horror fare, definitely agreed. All right, Sam, yeah, it looks like there's a line forming at the entrance of the haunted house, Ooh. and I think it's time to get uh, our soundtrack going and everyone take their positions because our first stop is the highway. zone. Well, let's get into the IMD behind the scenes. Uh, this one's very small, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, there's two that I'm going to bring up while we're going through the movie and then two just out from just from the straight up front. Mm-hmm. Um, So this film was shot at a real haunted house attraction in Leeton, Pennsylvania, called The Haunting at the Wildorf Ho- uh, Waldorf Hotel. This haunt uh, did take over an abandoned hotel, just like in the movie. And I, to my knowledge, this haunted house is still functional. So if you are a Hell House LLC fan, you can go through cool. this hotel as a haunted house seasonally, which I think is
1: very that cool. alone
0: is just amazing that you can actually do that. Um Producer Joe Bendelli is uncredited in the movie, but he plays Diane's cameraman throughout the entire film in the interviews and in the final sequence. Okay. Um, and also, speaking of uncredited, uh, writer-director Stephen Cognetti is uncredited in the movie, but plays the cameraman with the tour group in the main sequence of the film. So he is the
1: guy filming inside the okay. house. Okay, yeah, the YouTube, the video that everybody's seen, the one we see at the beginning of the movie. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Like that one. Video. And then this
0: one, I was like so on the fence about putting this in, but I think it's hilarious and I don't really think it's a... The piano theme sounds exactly like the Meow Mix jingle just slowed down. Hold on. Dun,
1: dun, dun. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I could not figure it out. It is the Meow Mix theme just like, uh, you know, it's... down a few notes. Dun, 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 dun. Right? Dun dun, yes. dun, dun, dun 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 I was yes. trying to place it and it sounded so familiar to me And that just proves that's proof in the pudding
0: that if you just slow any piano down <laughs> it can <laughs> kind of <creepy>. be creepy
1: <laughs> Even the Meow Mix jingle. Oh, man. Now I I already wanted to, was thinking about revisiting this, but now I might even again because I got to, now I got to be certain. Because I'm like, it can't be. Hear. But I, it, I, it was so oh, it familiar. Is. It is Meow Mix. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> who picked it? Why and history? Okay. So I, this is my pick for the week, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I, man, this is one of the first films in a minute. That I originally saw it, I think, I think the year it came out, it had to have been between 2015 and 2016. And I legitimately scoffed at the name of this movie. Like, I think I was going through like streaming stuff when Hell House (laughs) LLC, (laughs) like, what the fuck's up with LLC? Mm -hmm. Pleasantly surprised. Like, it was so funny to me that the title I felt was so disarming that watching this i had this low bar of expectation sure. yeah, and it fucked my shit up it was fantastic <laughs> and i just felt like <laughs> i just felt like i was like okay i didn't know if you guys had ever seen this before so i really really wanted if you guys this first experience or just be able to talk about hell house right. llc um, because I am a fan of this film and obviously I'm not going to get too crazy into it, but also the, the, I do really appreciate the sequels that have come out. The third one, not so much, but the second one in particular, I thought was a very amazing companion piece to this.
1: So funny. But Cause as I've this heard one, the <sighs> opposite and I've also just heard both of them be panned, but we're not here to talk about the sequels. I had not seen this before, uh, also, uh, technically, we watched the director's cut for this recording, right? Yes. Yes, we did. This, <laughs> so this is like nine this is the director's extra cut. or something. I don't know. It's
0: like eight or nine extra minutes. And to be totally honest with you, I could not tell you where that was added. Well, I
1: mean, I've watched both. I mean, there is. It's obviously it's there. Right. I've only watched this director's cut. uh, But I watched it twice. I had not seen it before. It had been on the list, and I just hadn't gotten to it yet. Um, I know Brian had seen it, but not until within the past year or so. uh, Mm -hmm. Just when he was, I believe, filling in his found footage holes in his uh, viewership. Yeah, yeah. You know, this one was one of the ones everybody talks about, and with good reason. So I had not seen it till now. That's my history. And I've seen it. uh, Everybody, whenever, when people talk about found footage, I know this comes up as uh, Mm -hmm. top top notch, cream of the crap, most found of the footage.
0: How'd they even (laughs) find
1: this? The heavy cream found footage. This Mm -hmm. is just to the. mm. They must have Mm -hmm. needed a good detective to get this footage. (laughs) Perfect. All right. You know what? Let's just, let's just jump into this thing. Okay. movie time all right so from
0: jump street uh this is a documentary uh more specifically on the tragic events that happened at a haunted house attraction that was built in an abandoned hotel
1: called hell house llc and we get that nice, beautiful Hell house it, LLC yes. is their name because they're like a real business. They don't they're put a real business. LLC on the haunted house. <laughs> real tiny, just really tiny in the corner.
0: Um, <laughs> so Hell House is built. So I, again, I love uh, such a soft spot for a black screen with just simple white text oh, in the really? dead ass center. Uh, it's just, I don't
1: know. I don't it's know just something had it's a, a soft s- spot there.
0: It's, yeah, it is. It's a weird one because it's like sometimes it works great. When it hits, it hits. Sure. And this one, it hit well. Your cockles
1: just have a l- nice little opening for yeah. black, Do- black background and white text.
0: Yeah, all the time. What you are about to see is a documentary on the mysterious events surrounding the 2009 Halloween Haunted House tour tragedy. I do honestly really like the blend of people that they kind of interview for this because, like, we get a bunch of different perspectives right from the beginning of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we get journalists, witnesses, and everyone is kind of in the same boat of having no fucking clue what happened in that house.
1: Right. Yeah. the the We were finding out the police – And uh, whoever was in charge kind of kept it a secret from whatever actually happened. They didn't want anything to get out. They didn't really tell reporters. So the reporters were in the dark. People who were there, it was so so chaotic that as they were just trying to escape and get out and different that no one really knows what happened. It was was a blur.
0: All they know is that there's supposed to be some kind of malfunction that happens, and 15 people died, including staff.
1: They show us Um, a video of, of the tour... And we kind of that's apparently a famous video that everybody's seen. Totally.
0: It's like the news footage. They, they kind of mix in the documentary, the news footage. And then I, I just called him almost Santa. I guess he's supposed to be like the uh, yeah. he's the guy who pumps up because he doesn't really have like a name moniker. Um, But he goes, just watch the video. So apparently with this, there was a YouTube video that was uploaded by someone who was filming going through the house. And then there's an adjoining 911 call that's equally as confusing. Um. We get, oh, okay, so this this YouTube video, we get the POV of inside the attraction as everything goes to shit. Um, typical haunted house gimmicks, scare uh, characters, and then intentionally obviously we get the clown running away from everyone which they point out and goes well that's weird
1: yeah which is upon first watch you are like what yeah what just how what
0: the fuck is that about because he's like i know there's he's like coward and like
1: running i don't know if that's a if that's a Bad guy or a good guy at this point, or what's happening? Like, for all I know, that's a monster running by to go do something, but oh, totally. And I do like the fact that, like, while this is
0: going on, all the behind the scenes people are like running on their walkie talkies, they're going up to the attic, they're going down to the basement. Um, And then they, we, oh my gosh. Okay. The POV of them getting to the basement, they're all stalling, and then everyone panicking and running back up the stairs where all hell breaks loose. And then, like, kind of ushered out through, which you find later is Mac kind of like guiding them out of the house, or at least this POV. Um, And then all the emergency. Okay. (laughs) I hate to say this, but good on Abaddon, uh, the township. Because their emergency response literally happened fast, within boy. like fast, like five minutes with of, of of shit hitting the fan officially. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, like talk, talk briefly about the nine one one call. Super staticy woman calling, saying something static, static, static into the wall, static, static, static. I don't want to die. Static, static, static. <laughs> Just like cut. Yeah. The end of the wall. What? End of the wall. What it's is like, that? What, what? What the fuck is? Th- yes. I go. This movie does a really great. I think this movie does a really great job of um, giving you a whole lot of breadcrumbs throughout this movie about what ultimately happens that night. And then all of these like oh fucking goddamn it oh goddamn it oh shit oh <laughs> like because it's kind of an interesting setup because you know fifteen people are going to die opening night right so like the oh, entire yeah. buildup is this pressure cooker of obviously these guys getting everything set up and then kind of getting towards the initial night. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It's just they have a great way of like even if you, even knowing well, the ending, Is there a into the wall thing that happens later? There is a well, technically mm, yes and no. So in the blood, actually great lead up, Sam, because the uh <laughs> we get pictures of the inside of the hotel that a journalist took because he broke into the hotel uh-huh. uh, to take photos of the crime scene because he didn't believe any of the gag orders because after this thing, everybody kind of just was like silent about it. And we get... um They debunked it as a gas leak because they said it was a gas leak that killed everybody. So then he's like, he sees the blood trails. And what you were saying is like in the wall, there is a blood trail on the ground that drags that goes right. And it looks like it
1: goes into the wall, but we don't. But you never see it, though. and, And then. But other than seeing that and hearing her say that in the beginning, that's the only time any dragging through a wall type of yeah, thing. There's
0: there's floor sucking and there's floor
1: dragging, but there's no actual wall bleeding. Yeah, there's into. just like a lot of uh implied lore in this movie or like things yes. that have happened that is that, that just if you're paying attention and looking, it's like, oh, there's all these things that they kind of say and then I never really
0: yeah, like they oh, they, sh- they show you the aftermath, of, I think, of a few of these instances, but they don't show you what actually happened, mm-hmm. which I feel is like, I think there's enough of the found footage when they actually get into it that it, I don't know, it didn't hinder it from me. Like it wasn't a huge hang up. Usually with found footage movies like this, it would be a huge, not red flag, but like something I'm like, God damn it. I am like, why the fuck didn't you explain that? But I think that because... Everything is so obtuse in this that I wasn't necessarily as peeved about not seeing certain things that were alluded to. Sure. If that makes sense.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it didn't bother me. Yeah.
0: Um, I do like the fact that the journalist had to take photos from around the corner
1: down the basement. because he didn't want to he, go he, down he, there. He didn't even want to go I down there. I liked that actor. I thought he... Was very believable as just a journalist giving an interview for a documentary. <laughs> one
0: hundred, yes, one hundred percent. I think that actually really plays to a lot of the people that are interviewed because I like get like even the news stuff in the beginning felt like a real news coverage, like nothing totally. nothing. Like I don't know, nothing. The Santa fed. guy is
1: a little dramatic,
0: but <laughs> he's a li- yes, yeah, exactly. He's almost like the weird narrator. He's our uh, was it crazy Ralph? Like he's yeah, he's totally. that he, totally in this movie. Now we got to set up for the interview with uh, Sarah Havel, the lone surviving member of Hell House, uh, hasn't been heard from since the tragedy, and uh, I like how the camera guys are pretty ruthless in this. Um, where he's like, "Well, if all my friends died, I would have just killed myself," and like, I don't understand. Like, she's not showing up, and but I was like, I was like, "Ooh, that is a little." That's a little intense, yeah, the way they, comments
1: to say they're talking to each other in general, like even before it gets that bad, the way they're like talking about lightings, and she's not coming up, and you're wrong, I it's, it's just kind of it's very uh bitter the way they talk to each other, it seems
0: totally, and uh pump fake on all of them, uh she actually calls, so she shows up for this interview, um. <laughs> She says she's been staying with family and is in a better place now. Wink, wink. Yeah, I'm in a better uh, place now. I have a great line.
1: <laughs> great on a line. rewatch. You know what I mean?
0: And if yeah, right? Oh my god! On a, there's so many great subtleties.
1: Second go around where you're like, ha Ha-ha,
0: ha 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 I see what you did there.
1: Yeah, um, uh, which I is what I particularly like about it is normally when you're watching a movie, all those things are obvious, so that like when it when a reveal happens or something later, you're like, oh, that's why this happened or that happened. Or it just seems like, okay, they're showing us that because that's going to be important later. Where this one, like, all of it, it just totally feels normal. It wasn't until my rewatch that I was like, oh man, there's like so much going on, more going on here that I had no idea. (laughs) I have like so many more questions now.
0: (laughs) I wish I had the chance to watch it
1: more before recording.
0: I think that's, I think what's kind of, Um, And I probably should have put this in genre, but it was kind of almost like a spoiler. But I would also classify this in it's a kind of a niche and I kind of it's just a weird name for it. But like Roach Motel movies, as in like this, the Avedon Hotel is meant to kill everything that comes inside of it. You know what I mean? Like it's like anybody that like walks into there has a very high probability of dying. Like obviously everybody that stayed there died. And then fifteen standard people within five minutes of that thing opening died. Right, and like it tried closing the doors, so it's like once you the intent of this, it's like a killer house movie, as in like the once you're in enter this Roach Motel, you're more than likely not getting out. You know what I mean by means of whatever's in the house.
1: Yeah, this one has so much going on. I got questions. I got it. <laughs> well, no, I'll ask them as as they come up. <laughs> oh, totally.
0: So instead of like what you, I mean, what you normally would think of being like just a straight up interview, she just like throws a bunch of tapes and literally has all of the Hell House footage that the crew had taken during the initial setup and everything. And I love the fact that he goes, "You didn't give this to the cops?" And she's like, "No, no, no, yeah." I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm like.
1: All right. Well, all right, all right. Sure. You're just too which excited find- to see it, though. I mean, come on. That's a gold mine. Right. You're making a documentary about this. You just found the bulk of your documentary was just handed totally. to you. And it's, <laughs> which is okay. Obviously, someone had
0: to edit this, and someone made this a documentary that it is. And if like with Diane, I it's so funny to me. One of the aspects was like, man, if Diane had just taken a beat and watched. 30 to 40 minutes of this found footage before leaving to go to the hotel herself, she would have never have stepped foot in the hotel. Well, you would have had to watch
1: the, the end Start at the end and go backwards, which I guess oh. is the interesting part anyway, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, to- yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, I find I find that would kind of interesting, too, because, like, you see this whole lead up and everything that builds through. And, like, it's just so funny that her want to get the perfect story just completely just throws all that to the wind. I'm like, nope, I should go. This is totally fine. This will work mm. out. So it, the Hell House footage starts on August 23rd as they initially get into the house. Um, you can kind of already kind of see that Mac and Alex kind of have a tumultuous relationship. At least they kind of allude to that in the beginning, um, which they're is like their heads, huge part. Yeah. Their button heads and arguments outside and stuff like that. Um, we get to the Hotel Abaddon. 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 Uh, <laughs> they're <laughs> so weird. They're like RVs and cars parked in the back of the property, and it's like completely abandoned. And I think that like how like the characters bring it up, it's like condemned, abandoned, Yeah, which is kind of amazing to me is that obviously in real life, it is a haunted house. They're filming in a haunted house. That's from an actual abandoned hotel, mm-hmm. which is so funny to me, is that like you have this basis of an abandoned hotel. So like they show up and I'm pretty sure they didn't have to do any set designed i mean obviously they kind of had to do for certain stuff but it's like you're filming in a haunted house you're just going to be kind of like (laughs) taking the natural components there yeah
1: i mean i know Deadstream. a lot of it was like already done where they shot you know what i mean they didn't need to do anything because it looked that way on its own but i don't know about this the uh so it's something i didn't think about till you were saying it you think those like there's abandoned cars and stuff behind the hotel like oh, you yeah. said where i are think, missing yeah guests. i think
0: i think this thing is kind of like um uh yeah it's like not, checking they
1: wouldn't be missing guests because the oh they're still the there. guy was able to make it seem like people were still checking out oh no this is this so is, this would have been people who came to explore after it had afterwards been. Oh, 100%. yeah oh 100 like think of this
0: as the New York version of the Hotel California. You check in. Right. <laughs> and you probably don't check out. Um, Hotel California, LLC. LLC. Um, but, dude, like, this place has everything. We've got a creepy piano. we got a haunted bar. Um, there's a bunch of empty bottles. He's kind of a what's, – what's the line? I'm kind of a Pinot Grigio man. Mm, um, Paul. Oh, dude, we get a creepy attic to boot with its own hanging chains. Yeah. I mean, that's,
1: I mean, if you're, a,
0: come on, if you're no, that running one. a haunted house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I was just going to say that chain, when I saw that hanging from the ceiling, I was like, all right, that'll come back into it. Foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: like, look at this huge chain that could support a human body. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, we also even get uh, static ghosts going through the walkie talkies. Mm-hmm. I legitimately, when they hear the ghosts... And then they're like fumbling around with it. And then the walkie-talkie actually works. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know if it's Alex or someone yelling or something yeah. Um, that one actually got me, which was hilarious to me. Because the one of the first times watching this, I turned the volume up on my thing because the <laughs> static was low. And then the second they're like <laughs> went in, oh, dude, I jumped like two feet off my chair. It's it always is funny to me that like actual haunted houses, it's not the monsters. It's not the stoop it's not the gore it's none of that stuff like in a haunted house it's the person in the leotard that's covered in the pattern of the wall that uh-huh. walks towards me that's what gets me right. or like right. a walkie talkie noise is the thing that actually not gets unexpected. me expected
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, There's stuff like,
0: you expect to see there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Okay, so they get down to the basement, Um, but before that, and I like how it, because it's documentary style, they rewind the tape. So they look at them going down the stairs to go to the basement, and they have that shrouded person in the, the corner. That hooded figure. That, that hooded figure where you're just like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you're I wish- only in this building for an hour and like already there's like to me i almost thought it was like a slasher where i'm like okay shit this is like someone squatting in this fucking building that they just haven't seen
1: oh yeah interesting
0: um because yeah because i think the entities in this are portrayed in a way that um when you start seeing them like I don't know. They're more than ghosts, as in like I know they're supposed to be like ghosty, demony kind of like weird things in the house. But the way that like the shrouded characters are, and we're talking like full robes with like masks and shit, or like Mm -hmm. full robes with like weird faces, Um, cultists, culty, very culty, uh, like culty, culty. yeah, like like Anton Lavey theatrical cult. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's very like, like grandos worship the devil yeah think of a like theatrical um, cult think of like a goth version of eyes wide shut like that so they're not having an orgy covered in masks and doing stuff they're just hailing satan mm-hmm. and speaking of basement we get satanic graffiti we get uh oh my god oh god uh the whole the whole entire setup that they're gonna have in the bottom where i thought it was uh the circle of Bibles, yeah, that they didn't have a weird woman's shoe. There's satanic graffiti all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact I have to skip part of this thing because, uh, I thought we weren't going to talk about Queens, was a hilarious line for Brian because he lives in New York, and I oh, figured yeah, yeah. that would be one of those fun ones I could keep on riffing about, but he's uh, not
1: yeah. here, so yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, aren't there numbers? Uh, they comment yes. on the numbers going down like, the stairs. That's another implied down. lore thing that we never yeah. find out what it is, right?
0: We don't, yeah, we don't really know what's going on with the numbers on the side. There's like an inverted cross, there's a bunch of like really weird stuff. And I do like the fact that, like, legitimately, a few people in there are like, Hey, this is weird,
1: right? Because, like, Sarah's really freaked out by everything going on in there. And yeah, on the rewatch, it's like it almost seems as if she was like working for the house this whole time somehow, but obviously that doesn't make sense if she's been with Alex for so long. But then if Alex has also already been at this house and all these previous Google image searches and like, is he in a time loop in this house? But we see like there, I have so many
0: questions. There's so many different ones. All right. So great question, Sam. Um, Honestly, I thought, Sarah, throughout this, I think she, I picked it as more of like a possession uh, infection. As in like, I don't think she conscientiously knew, like obviously after what happens to her that night moving forward, like she's part of the house. But with this, like what we're watching in the videotapes, it's her like slowly like sleepwalking, and talking in weird tongues, but unconsciously doing so. Like I think something's reaching well, we, out through the veil. That
1: scene. I can I wish I could remember exactly what it is at this basement scene. But there's something in this scene that was my first hint to her being like, not there's totally herself. Totally. There's something messing with her, and quite frankly, with
0: everybody else in here. So, they took about a week to get the electricity up and they started, uh, li- they started going uh, live in the hotel. And now we start getting at September 8th. And this is when everyone actually starts staying in the hotel to work on it. Right. Which is. Oof. So now the entire building has full surveillance. So we have kind of. Right. Uh, obviously, it was made afterwards, but God, it gave me so many hilarious, like in a not funny way, deadstream. Like everything mm-hmm. has a camera, everything's locked
1: and loaded. Um, but it makes sense bait. if you have a, if you're running a haunted house oh, that you want to have yeah that uh, type of security,
0: especially if it's a limited liability corporation.
1: Oh yeah, I mean their yeah, like, gonna... their asses on the line. Well, actually Absolutely. no, they're good. They want to be limited liability, right? Yeah. Well, I mean that's why you have the surveillance, right? Exactly. Uh, did this make you think about running your own haunted house? Because that's all I could think about. Was honestly my own haunted house. Um
0: no, I was okay. Um I a little bit of that, but I also worked at a haunted I worked for Universal for as at Halloween Horror Nights for a few years. Mm-hmm. So like it just gave me, especially when the scare like the S character, the scare actors come in, like it gave me those vibes. Cause like you would have powwows before like, you know, just hangouts before, you right. know, uh uh getting on character, like getting in set, like working out your little boo hole is what kind of like, you call it. Where you kinda of, like you have your little area and like your little shtick that you have to do and stuff like that. Yeah. I was getting mm-hmm. lots of like early college vibes when I was watching this. So I was like, Oh, I remember that. Oh, I kind of remember that. Not the possession or the murder per se, but sure. more of the you just forgot all about the possession. Oh, and the I blacked okay. all that out. Yeah, I, I got good, tons of therapy. Good on that. you. Um, <laughs> I got tons of enough, therapy
1: to erase it from my memory. <laughs>
0: just erase it, just eviscerate from my memory. a oh, oh,
1: for us, but wouldn't
0: you know it, Sam? The what basement I? is the only place where they can't get any video. Yeah, the walls are too thick. Mm, uh-huh. Quote air quotes. Yeah. Um, So they decide to have a secret actor clown who can bounce people uh, because their main plan is that the uh, huge crescendo of the end of the haunted house is to have a not nude, but uh, scantily clad woman chained Mm -hmm. screaming while being surrounded by a bunch of life-size clown props. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, one of them is going to have a kind of a bigger dude, uh, which is going to be Joey. So that we'll we'll meet him a little later. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but their idea to protect her, since they can't have a camera down there, down there, is they'll hire an actor down there, a big guy who can keep an eye on her in case anything happens. Exactly, exactly. Um, oh my god! In case okay, anybody's so, like Paul and gets a little rapey, is what Tony gets, says. Yeah, gets because a little, Paul, yeah. as evidenced through a lot of this, we haven't touched on the characters much, but Paul uh, into, I'm. Paul's oh, this a, didn't come out in 2009, right? This came out 2015. 2015. It's yeah. set in 2009. It's set in 2009. Paul is a very
0: off-putting character in the fact of how uh, uh, skeevy he, he, he mm-hmm. comes off as very skeevy.
1: It's a hornball character that even probably 2015 didn't seem... It, it may have been like a little bothersome, but today is like like, really difficult a lot of what he says (laughs) although he's nuanced because with all these characters actually like I I don't know about all of them but particularly Paul and Alex like I really didn't like Paul to start and really liked Alex to start and by the end I've kind of flipped yeah
0: it is I think there's like a there's a natural progression with Paul the more the house interacts with him and then there's like an equal and opposite reaction because Alex starts degrading as the film goes, like he's very energetic and very on point. And then, then him dismissing all of these paranormal things going on just reiterates how like beaten down and t- by the end of the movie, he's like
1: well, he's been losing it this whole time. I don't even know what's going on with oh, Alex. yeah. We got some <laughs> we got some weird
0: cryptic notes and stuff like that. All right, but all right, th- just real quick, this whole scene where they're setting up the noose prop. And the radios go in and out, and then we get the door that opens by itself, and Mm -hmm. then he goes to investigate the door, and then a strange figure
1: walks in the foreground, walks by, and and then the door slams. Well, and when the the figure walks by in the foreground, it moves the the uh, mannequin on the noose, so now it's swinging. So when he's turned turned around to look yes. at the door and the thing moves by it, makes the mannequin swing. So now he looks at that and then the door slams behind. <sighs> this movie does a great job at playing with like placement and yes. not only scanning the camera, but like establishing something is here or nothing is here and then changing Really that.
0: twisting it and turning it yeah. on a head where like you're focusing on the background, but then something happens in the foreground. It's like uh, actually proof in the pudding um we get the uh piano cut and then we get a bed pov from paul with the fucking woman or something coming in through the door and just Mm -hmm. staring at him while he's recording and not knowing like it has no fucking clue ew I love ew, that. Ew, yeah. oh, it all goes so he, good. But
1: then he figures it out and he's like, hey, is that you, sir, who is that? What what are you doing, dude? And then like slowly yeah. turn and start walking out. And it's like that was fucking weird. F- <laughs> and I was yeah, like, like Yeah, it's oh, like no, no shit. shit.
0: I was like, how did another
1: you- thing I I like about Paul is the way he reacts to stuff is how I would react to stuff, which I feel like doesn't happen in a horror movie much. Um, like we'll get to it, but the scares—the way he either chases things or runs away from things—yes, I feel like is the how I would respond.
0: I will give and credit where happen. credits due, And Paul, I think a lot of these characters, even more of the wackadoo aspects of it, um, they play it very realistic. Like I felt like in the canon of a lot of found footage movies, mm-hmm. like. I believed a lot of the acting and character portrayals. The in this characterization
1: film. in this, the 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 real feelings, realness feeling in this movie, I think is great. The crosstalk, the way the characters talk, they all have their own voices. Like the scene where they're all at the bar together, um, drinking, talking about, you know, things in Queens and stuff like that. The uh, right. Lucifer's Castle. Like it, it's got a great vibe (laughs) oh my god hey welcome to lucifer's cabin (laughs) they work they work well together they really really
0: really do Um, uh, okay let's see we're gonna get some final destination uh, creepy uh, underwear shot videotaping yeah uh, yeah. there's one creep, (laughs) which falls being a creep which just solidifies You're like oh god damn it dude Mm -hmm. like uh, the actors show up so we get our bound woman our intro host and a killer clown into the mix um and now but again
1: another small thing the way paul tells him who's there and alex repeats it and then kind of figures out what each person's doing he's like all right i'll go meet him like it all it feels another genuine seeming moment absolutely dude um it kind of goes
0: back to the journalist he talks about a first responder that uh, one of the hell house members who they're not identifying slit a His his or her own throat, Mm -hmm. um, which I thought was kind of oh god. Um, Oh, and then we also figure out who the clown was running through the haunted house, and that is uh, Joey. Yeah, I I'm just I want to yeah it's Joey. I was gonna I was trying to figure out what his last name was, but it's just just Joey Shuffler. Joey. Uh, The clown made it out alive from the basement. uh, Refused to talk about anything that he saw in the basement, and then wound up hanging himself a few days later. Which is so sad. I felt yeah. so sad for Joey. He just signed up to hang out in a basement, dressed as a clown. Just this met some weirdest. guy at a
1: gas station, and now just look a, at him. Oh my god! Just some random guy at a gas station. Was so like, "Hey, you want to come work at a haunted house?" <laughs> right. like, sure. Have you seen what I can do? With that, oh my out. god! Yes, which is real. That's also one of the IMDb I things. It was. It's yeah. a
0: real trick. Which he was like, "Oh my god." Ah. That one got me. I thought of anything out of the eyeball gag. Probably. I thought you would have just added one to the Goro meter for the man popping his own eyeball out. No, that's a thing people can do (laughs) (laughs) as Sam attempts to do it. Um, Oh, now we also have our damsel in distress in the basement Um, is kind of having second thoughts. And the reason why is she spills the tea about the old owner of the hotel who apparently hung himself in the building. (laughs) And there was a bunch of satanic shit and all this satanic stuff out there was original. So uh they kind of start saying things start happening to the people staying at the hotel. Well, and, we're we're uh, thinking
1: it was original. Paul's like, wait, was he into satanic cults? He's questioning her as she's saying there was a what she uh, the old owner killed himself after he was accused oh, totally. of the disappearance well, of And then the girl goes like,
0: You didn't put the stuff in the basement? He goes, That's all OG, baby. Right. <laughs> Um, Oh, we also now get a little history lesson about the hotel and uh, Andrew Tully, I believe is the guy's name. The uh, Tully is. Yeah. So it's kind of a local ghost story. Tully built the hotel in Abaddon. Uh, because it was supposedly the—well, it's also the name of the demon who guards the gates of hell. Um, and he was the head of a cult, uh, kind of a latter-day Dante is kind of, quote-unquote, what they kind of call him. And then in his hotel, guests started going missing, in particular, a 11-year-old girl and her mother. Um, he was questioned by police, but he was able to clear himself by fucking putting, you know, adequate— you know, it's like no, they checked out. Don't even worry right, about yeah. that. And then nobody came to the hotel after that because of its notoriety. So he wound up hanging himself in the dining room. Okay, Ugh, all caps. Now we get an introduction to one of the creepiest clowns in found footage history. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know cl- any
1: other found footage clowns. I, I was, or
0: just clowns you could just say in horror. G- I would say clowns in general particularly dominates the found footage genre. Um, Oh my God. This clown is disgusting. It's like black eyes. It's bleeding from its mouth and face. It
1: has like black, like think of like a Joker smile, white, white, completely white, except for black eyes and a black smile.
0: But yeah. And like two little black triangles under its cheeks. It's with blood coming Um, out of its
1: mouth and eyes. Now,
0: for all the for, for everybody playing at home uh the clown's head doesn't move they made it a it's very on a mannequin par- it's they're, on a mannequin
1: three three clown mannequins this is one of them yes and it's and head they, cannot they, like move. don't move yeah they're yes. stiff
0: oh god other pov fucking bed pov from paul then the whole crew hears a scream um we get a super creepy looking down the stairs shot Oh God. Ugh. And the clown. And the clown. It was just oh. And we also get the gross eyeball trick uh from Joey as well during this entire sequence. Which is <laughs> just like Wait, ugh. what? Well, we have the we got the super creepy Where looking down we? the stairs shot, and then it cuts to like they hear a scream and they go, Is that just the soundtrack? No, that's just the soundtrack.
1: Okay. So that's and when they, they get woken up. That's yeah. when they
0: get woken up and they'll go like, All right, we're not fucking going down there. Um and then we get and then it just goes immediately to Joey's doing. In his the weird...
1: kitchen. Yeah. yeah. They're all okay. in the kitchen
0: and then like Joey's doing this like weird eyeball like like little. Mm-hmm.
1: They're like, Hey, um, that's great, hire you had, good job. He'll be he'll work out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and then this leads into Paul filming more shots around the hotel, uh, even with the lights. Uh and oh my god, this entire sequence of Paul looking around and videotaping, and he gets to the yes, top of the fucking first. stairs. And we see the clown looking down the stairs. Paul is
1: looking for Tony.
0: So, yeah, Paul's looking for Tony, and he fucking sees this clown, and then he follows the clown's line of sight he down the it's stairwell. Tony
1: dressed as the clown looking down the stairs.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then turns around and looks at. Him. No, I think he thinks it's the. Mannequin. No, he thinks t- it's Tony because he's like, he "What are you
1: doing?" T- yeah, because the whole reason he's freaked out is when he leaves and goes into oh, the other room. And then Tony's, Tony's there, sitting there in the other room, He's that's like, like right, what the okay. fuck? <laughs> what the? He fuck? Absolutely thinks it's Tony. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so who he thinks is Tony looks back at him when this thing shouldn't be able to move at all. Because even if he thought it was a mannequin, this head, this
1: thing's head cannot. Right, the move. not moving thing doesn't come up till later in the movie when it turns. Yeah. This is just, he thinks it's Tony. He's like, "Were well, you fucking with me? Oh, what's down there? And he turns and it's looking at him. And he's like, oh, fuck. Okay, like, very funny, man. Whatever. I'll catch you later. And he walks away and goes into the next room, and Tony's in there. like, what the fuck are you fucking with me right now? So then he runs back back. to the stairs. He's not there. He runs down the stairs, flips on the lights. The things uh, laying there on the ground. He's like, you're fucking with like no fucking way. And then they run up, and it cuts to them reviewing the footage. See that? Yeah, my interpretation of the
0: scene was that he thought it was the mannequin at first. Then he looked down, and then it looked back at him. That's when he thought it was Tony. And then he walks back. He goes, fuck you, dude. Like, you don't have to fucking do that. And then he freaks out when he sees Tony. So I thought at a certain point, the reason why he jumped so bad was because he thought it was a mannequin. And then then thought, oh, it's Tony. He's standing
1: there looking and then looks over and it's like, fuck, it's just...
0: Yeah, because if he thought, yeah. I don't know, if, I I thought it was like, if he thought it was the Tony. the head
1: not turning thing comes up later when all three of them turn their heads. Oh, and totally. He and uh, it's just Tony and Mac downstairs. Oh, totally.
0: I just thought the surprise was, holy fucking shit, this thing's head turned when it's not supposed to. Because if he thought it was Tony just staring at him, then it would be, you know. Anyways. <laughs> um... This entire scene, though, legitimately freaked me the fuck out because it's Paul's acting in this is fucking outstanding, like him legitimately having a fucking freak out um, and they all watch the footage and everyone thinks everyone is fucking with each other. Like it's no taking, somebody else
1: has this, to be in on it yeah
0: and then blows it over like wh- okay that's when I would have been like we need to figure this the fuck out now <laughs> before right. I continue with anything like Absolutely. this would this is hard stop
1: for me like this
0: would have been the hard stop moment
1: well another thing when I was saying Paul acts like other people don't is normally what a character if they go into the other room and the person's there who they thought they were just talking to he like chases whatever he thought he was just talking to, to figure out what the fuck is going on. Whereas usually people are too scared to do that. And I would be like, that's exactly what I do. I'd like have to find out, like try and find out immediately before it's too late.
0: (laughs) Oh, totally. Well, I think it's also, you have this different perspective of like paranoia and stuff kind of going in on Paul specifically because in the first one it's like, an ominous shadow of a person walks into your room and not even scared. He's like, hey, Sarah, is that you? Mm -hmm. What's going on? Go back to bed. And now, like, it's now escalating and he's like okay so this is not normal i have no idea what's going on there's no rational explanation for this yeah and then and it no just cuts
1: and no no one's believing me and then the next cut we see is them at the park filming their they're going to the film commercial. a commercial
0: yeah and this is also where sarah starts acting squirrely at that virgin mary it's statue the next one yeah which is like so so weird which again um, what
1: is going what's her deal Why is she,
0: is the house infected her? I think so. It's like, and it's also happening like subconsciously
1: because it seems like she's sleepwalking. Maybe. Well, she definitely, I think that is what's happening when we get our sleepwalking thing later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It seems like
0: it's more of a subconscious thing because when she's actually like, when she snaps out of that, she
1: freaks out and she's like, why am I here? What the fuck is going on? I think it's like. I don't know. Which is why I her- think it's sleepwalking, because isn't that what happened? Or I hear oh, that's t- what happens. So yes. you're not supposed to wake people up when they're sleepwalking. And- they get very disoriented and jarred. Mm-hmm. Um oh,
0: okay. Now this is where we get the- <laughs> I think this is also a first. A haunted Google Street View. Oh yeah. I think that I I've never heard of a haunted Google Street View I don't know before any. this movie. Um, Alex is on the second story looking all ghostly and shit. Um like what i going back to before before they even showed up showed up there yeah yes which i feel is like the if it's a okay so if this we can just get right into this if 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 this is a hell pit which i think it clearly is like it's it's a hell mouth you know what i mean like it's definitely i mean it's it's, a
1: guardian of hell Abaddon right there's well no that's the name that's a, of the demon a demon that's a guardian of hell guardian of hell so i'm assuming right. that so they this opened place a, would be a gateway to hell right yeah exactly so
0: i feel like it i don't know i feel like the place is probably all t- i mean if there's lost souls do you think hell's an llc in-
1: or incorporated oh
0: they would be incorporated i feel like they wouldn't let themselves be an llc like it's right. you know hell yeah. incorporated Inc. <laughs> Inc. yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, no, it's freaky. I think it's the reason why it was shot before and after is that, like, once you're a part of it, you've always been a part of it. This is where I got the Shining uh. vibes. So, like, at the end of the Shining, and then they move over to the photograph, and then there's fucking Jack Torrance right. in the he's shot from, like, yeah. into the into the hotel. I feel it's the same vibe. as like he gets murdered, and now he's just
1: always a part of that. No matter what, and obviously this thing like. But then, why him? Could, why is he always on the porch as opposed to anybody else involved with it? You know what I? It's just because I think
0: I think he's the one that orchestrated it. Because he's the one who signed
1: the contract to get in there, like orchestrated what the haunted house being right. at this place. But there, think of all the hauntedness that has happened at this house before he showed up. And oh totally! Victims, I happened. think it's just why I, honestly, not one of I, them as the porch people. Well, I mean, like, what if there was the eleven-year-old girl up there? Like, why which not? we do see later? <laughs> um,
0: it, no, it could be any of them. I think it just happens to be Alex. You know, I think the house uses. But is different. is there not souls more for-
1: going on with him? We just gonna, well, gonna have we'll to talk, figure out we'll the sequel. Ask more about it when we talk talk at the <laughs> exactly. next part. Exactly. Uh, it's it's September
0: twenty sixth, and they're almost done with the house, and we get a POV of the haunt in its full glory, and lights off and all that jazz in the cobweb hallway, and we got a oh man, this strobe ghost sequence scene was super fucking weird and really gross. <laughs> I don't know why. It bothers the a lot. It was, I don't like strobe light scenes just in general. So Uh like, and not that like I'm freaked out by them. It's just like they're disorienting. Anxiety inducing. Well, they're just like, it's disorienting and Mm -hmm. like not in a fun way for me. So like, but I think it. The way it's shot specifically for this scene is fucking great because the idea of turning the light on and off, on and off, on and off, when you have this, uh, what is it? They have, uh, uh, there's the an extra freaks. freak There's an yeah. extra freak in the hallway um, when this thing manifests itself and then disappears and nice. then re-manifests itself and then disappears. I think that's like, I th- I feel like that would be even more fucked up because it's like it's inhumanly moving too fast. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's mm-hmm. fucking like, oh, right. God damn it. Oh, fuck. Like, and being Paul, who's already had an experience with this shit in the house is right. just goes from zero to fuck it. Like, yeah, immediately. like, get me the fuck
1: out of here. Yeah.
0: And he's locked uh, in somehow. This house likes locking doors mm-hmm. <laughs> like at the most. It, like it just all the time. Like that was the whole reason why people couldn't get out of the basement. Was yeah. because it was locked, and they like, should have taken
1: all the doors off the hinges. Right, Um
0: that would have been. See, this is thinking ahead. This is how we survive mm-hmm. Hell House. Um, oh, also, quick tidbit: when he actually escapes this scenario, pops over the bar, runs out, and then pukes. He's actually puking. Like that's a real life. He had a POV oh, really? camera on, and he jumped through, and he just upchucked. So huh. that is
1: that is real. That is real puke. Wow. That's some real
0: found footage right there. Right, <laughs> um, we get stills from the camera. This, this is—I love the fact that in these ones, it's almost done forensically, as in like you get to see the crazy shit, but then they really zoom in on the crazy shit. Even with like Alex's ghost photo, where it's like this is what it is, but then this is what it is up close. Right, <laughs> right, yeah.
1: So same thing with this. So you actually see like a third. Or just an extra. They'll do like pro- side by side or comparisons, like before and after. Like here is is with nothing. Here uh. it is with the ghosty guy. Now let's get a close up look of the ghosty guy. Unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. No. um It so almost looked skin to me like a face that was all muscle. Yeah, it's or like something. a bone fit
0: yeah, it, yeah, but it was like che- I don't know. It sounds not in a bad way. It sounded it, was it looked cheesy, demonish, really de- kind of demonish. But it also looked cheesy enough that it fit in with all of the other prop static props that were in that hallway. Sure. Yeah, if you didn't know that it wasn't supposed to be there, be there it would you fit would have there. no fucking idea. Um, Paul is understandably fucking, super fucking upset and is baffled that no one is concerned as he is. Like, I think, again, I like Paul's character because specifically he has video evidence, like an overwhelming amount of video evidence that something fucking weird is going on. Like – and I still find it amazing. they're like, "No, no, no, you're just like you're overworked, dude, like what what like don't mm-hmm. don't stress it, It's like
1: well, yeah, yeah, and he's not even freaking out, or no he, is this when he is freaking out, or is that Tony later? Does Paul ever have a big blow up about like this is all he too has, much? he has the he has one right after this,
0: okay, so like, and this is uh, we'll just hop right into it, dude, um, so we get okay. Uh, What makes everyone more concerned is uh, waking up and uh, Paul and Mac wake up at the same time and they see that fucking goddamn clown at the bottom of the stairs. So, yeah. so Mac also sees it. So, like now, there's a second witness to what's going on. They go downstairs well, and he Paul's knocks freaked up. out by it. Yeah, Paul's it, fucking like he's Mac, like you gotta yeah you gotta <laughs> deal with this. So Mac goes down and it is the mannequin. Like he can mm-hmm. feel that it's the fucking mannequin. So he's like, oh, dude, Sebastian just like what? And they all bolt. but in realizing it's the mannequin, they see Sarah casually facing well, a wall they're moving speaking, the mannequin they're moving back.
1: it like back yes and they pass but, a room with sarah in there and she's talking backwards which i in have reverse. no idea
0: in reverse like literally I was reverse. really
1: hoping imdb would have come through with us for that on what she was saying in reverse well any of our forensic heads let us know drop it in the discord what does she say in reverse forward um but no, see, this is where I'm doing things a quick get. Google search. Do it in case anyone else was wondering what Sarah was saying backwards. I recorded it and played it forwards. It's her during the interview with the documentary crew. Towards the end, she says, "I got to the front door as the police were arriving. I was just happy to be alive. They didn't ask me any questions; just rushed me outside." Oh, so she's talking in the future? Yeah,
0: Ooh, that's what she's
1: saying. Creepy to
0: in the interview. Them. Oh, she's being yeah. spoon-fed what she's supposed to say way up before it's supposed to happen. Ew, gross. Like that. I wonder
1: when... Yeah, way, way, way in advance. But she's... That is bizarre. Yeah. Well, no, this that's like more the of, There's lots but, of weird auditory stuff, too, for a yes. found footage movie.
0: 100% like well also on top of the fact like you have an entire haunted house soundtrack playing in the background while most right. of this is going on as well which is like even more off-putting okay so yeah they fucking wake up Sarah she fucking freaks out they turn around and now the clown is missing yeah they so lean them against the she,
1: wall to go get Sarah and they turn and they around, turn and, around. Guy, and that's what I'm Not talking there. about one of those things we're playing with expectations you know the clown's there they do a good job of showing that to you so that yes. you expect it when you come back and then not 100%. there great 100 oh dude it's so fucking good
0: uh so they kind of like worm their way through the downstairs hear a bunch of creaks and moans and then they look back and it's the fucked up dining room and then when they look back the table is completely re like everything's completely made and the entire dining room is set up with with a candle right. going on, yeah, with which candles. was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that one so was like fast. a huge
1: what the fuck moment. Um,
0: and then they fucking turn around they're all and
1: screaming they, and running now.
0: Right? Oh my god, they're all screaming and running. Which is hilarious but where they where they need to run, the clown is there, so they have to like go around the run clown, them, scream, yeah. and then head up the stairs past the clown. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so at that point. That's where now you have, like, three people experiencing something super fucked up on camera. Like, mm-hmm. at that point, would have probably been the ultimate,
1: like, okay, I'm checking out. Like, this is, this is. Can't close the beaches. Not at the 4th of July. Not at the 4th of July.
0: It's Halloween. We have to keep the house open. Mm-hmm. Um. hmm well, Paul gets a little snoopy. Uh, finds Alex's notebook, and it goes from spooky ideas to full-blown psychotic writing. Uh, yeah. It's like abaddon, 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 abaddon. <laughs> if you say it fast enough, that sounds like Porky Pig. Written
1: with uh, people drawn onto pentagram circles, like we saw in the basement, but they almost look demonish. I mean, it is yes, fully off the rails. It's um, dude,
0: it is super super unnerving um which why not lead into something even more unnerving uh we get another red room POV shot and this one is not going to end well at all uh because when he turns the goddamn light on oh my fucking god we have oh, a lady sitting on the fucking wall yeah paul turns the light on Paul and like up, yeah oh my God, dude. This one, and then the like fucking like I think it's like the logical freak out too, where like he literally grabs the camera, goes like looks at it, and goes, Oh my fucking
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then wraps himself in a fucking burrito. Although I would have been so- under the he hides
1: under the covers
0: as well. He hides does. under the covers, yeah. Um I would have been screaming my head off for anybody around because if there's a Absolutely. bunch of be- like the idea of him remaining
1: quiet was like the only fuck thing I can think. That. He's so scared he can't make a sound.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, that's I. <laughs> uh, he, man, he actually freaks out, but like silent style. And I guess if you had like a fucking demon ghost lady watching <laughs> you sleep, I guess you would be like so unnerved that you like, I, yeah. you know,
1: he kind of catches his breath and then peeks back under. And when he peeks back under that look of her like. Yellow eyes, like looking Uh, at him and catching him, and like coming towards him before it drops back down. The sheet is such a great moment. Yeah, that really, really works. Jesus Christ! I love the her design totally. And I oh god. All right, so yeah, Paul's now disappeared. Um, I like how they so he kind of screams for a second. And then camera kind of breaks digitally. It's having some problems. Now all of a sudden, it's picked up off the ground by Mac. Um, yeah, in Paul's room. In but Paul's, Paul's room, Paul's not there.
0: And now they start complaining that he's not here, and he's kind of just like he's he did this in Queens. He's gonna do it fucking again. Uh they try. Did you try calling him? The sound. If you ever wanted to hear what hell sounded like, because you got the direct <laughs> yeah, line. Yes. Oh my god! It's they, loud. Yes. Oh god! Oh, dude. This okay. This sequence. So they try I to call.
1: They try to call Paul. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> they put <laughs> on speaker when it answers. It's like screaming and demon, demon noises, sounds and, and shit, feedback and terrible. It's... It scares the shit out of him. He drops the phone up and it busts like apart. busts apart. Yeah, back when a battery would fall out of your phone, <laughs> right? Um, and then we start getting
0: the ugh, the piano, him playing now mix. Mm. In the front room. Dum,
1: dum, 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 I, okay, dum, so dum, see
0: this. <laughs> this is where I'm like super confused because Andrew, A.K.A. Mac, is especially calm, specifically after the batshit experience that he had. I am I'm flabbergasted that he is as calm as he is during this scene.
1: What because of what experience that Mac had? Oh, dude, like up and down the stairs, sleepwalking,
0: the clown appearing, oh, reappearing like you, the, that the table setting.
1: Everything that happened with oh, him. Oh my god. And, yeah. yeah. Like I would That's feel That's a like very pa- good point, actually. It's,
0: it's like Paul's disappearance and then hearing that and then just running around that leads to nothing that goes straight to the basement is like fucking god damn it like i would
1: just- <laughs> and what, what maybe i mean maybe the house has gotten to him too at this point
0: it's kind of I, you know you make a really There's good no point other
1: explanation I,
0: really it is honestly i feel like this house infects people differently like it makes them start going mm, crazy like the signal or, yes or like they're completely oblivious to the dangers around them and just think it's like no that's whatever like it's not to a ludicrous standpoint but like you, I feel like you would feel a little more
1: like what the fuck is going on, but in right. the auspice of like, he's like, I'm just "Tony gonna ball. does." He's like, "I'm going to get the." He has to be convinced to say that's about to happen. We'll get to oh,
0: one hundred percent, yeah, because they get down to the basement. They only have flashlights, and then Tony turns around, and all of the clown heads have now pointed themselves to him as yeah, he looking freaks at him out. Now. Yeah, and. uh <laughs> they like, run into like a walk-in freezer or something downstairs yes. and then have to convince Tony to like get out of the goddamn freezer and go and, and that's where why, they the find Paul again. blacked out on the corner
1: uh, sitting he is sitting like the, the same clowns. way the clowns have been sitting the same way the girl sat against the wall that pulled him away yes and he is sitting on his shoes for yes. some reason his shoes are off, and they are. he is sitting on them. Yeah,
0: which is, like, super weird. And then he has, does his best Terminator impression. Where just, like, when How his eyes open, he's just like, Ugh. I'm like, oh, Jesus. I was like, well, Paul's not
1: the same. Okay, Paul's checked out. He's possessed. Certainly is not. But that's the other, um, going more to the implied lore, like, why does everybody sit like this? Why were his shoes off?
0: What's going yeah. on? There's a lot of, like, un... <laughs> Unexplained ritual that happens in this movie, which I find kind of cool. Where mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't, it, I don't know. It's all the subtleties. Like it's not, look at those shoes. Why is he sitting on his shoes? Like the other characters, yeah, then you would never yeah. like. Like the viewer and is it like more You're not meant to notice so much. It's exactly. just kind of there. Yeah. Exactly. And like the characters don't, but as a viewer, you're like, why the fuck are they doing like, oh my God, what's up with that? And I like the fact like you're in the dark as much as the main characters are in this. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So fucking Paul's catatonic and Tony is flipping out for now complete leg- I mean, not now, but for legitimate reasons. Um this is where we get that weird, like, Mac calms him down or tells him some information where, like, the whole movie statics out, where you don't really know what he tells him. And then it gets yeah, to, like, a field the shot.
1: To, he's going to tell him something. He's like, You can go, but just let me tell you one thing. Yeah. He turns it off.
0: And I feel like it's a, I oh, mean, it's heavily implied that Alex f- fucked them over somehow. Where like if this doesn't work out, I think it's – hot. Pro- I mean obviously it has to do something with money. Is that like I think they're all invested in this company and I feel that like Alex did something shady or something negligible with uh, negligent with the and funds. And that's why they have to stay on. And they have to do it because if they don't do the run, like no one's getting paid. And it everybody's – It definitely
1: is because of Alex for some reason that they have to stay. I couldn't – it could be that. It could totally be that. I just – wasn't quite able to figure it out. And they also... But then he also says, also, there's a lot going with Alex that, like, he's not telling me. Right. It's... Yeah, there's, like, so much... Because, like... Because he's you infected don't know by how... the house and is appearing yeah. on the porch and doing crazy shit in a black book. And, like, we saw how, like on top of it he was in the beginning and then this last like sort of who ross pg is supposed to give the troops before opening night is so pathetic he's like catatonically rallying the troops
0: is what i wrote down it's like yeah okay just like do it (laughs) like i don't care it's just like he's like yeah don't even worry about it like paul's upstairs asleep on the mattress because like whatever and like no it's okay he's
1: fine everything's right. good just do your jobs <laughs> right so Tony decides to say they're gonna have their opening night that Paul has his or Alex has that pathetic speech we just touched on oh yeah
0: and then where are we oh dude they try to go they try to grab Paul but he's asleep and won't wake up and then, uh, we actually okay. So now we actually get what is in the basement. So we have a full actual view of the basement with the lights on, the clown set up, and of course our girl tied up in the oh, front yeah. of the ritual they're, pentagram.
1: They're setting and, it up for like the actual for the show. actual night. And then, yeah. oh man, unfortunately for her, uh,
0: the clown has the key to unlock her, which I don't. That's also one of those weird ones where it's like, as a character, it's like that makes no you, sense. Well, it yeah, it's like that would be like. If you're in – you can be in fake restraints, or if right. you're in some kind of restraint, you would probably be holding the key to get yourself person, out.
1: Exactly. Right. Exactly.
0: You wouldn't rely on someone else just in case something exactly like what happened when Joey happens. Right. I,
1: I didn't Um. – I've never worked at a haunted house or anything, but I just kept comparing everything to theater. You know what I mean? Because it's basically just live theater, and I was like – in a stage play, you would never – actually get like hand or anything and when i actually get handcuffed i'm sure when they filmed this they weren't didn't actually handcuff the actress like that you know
0: oh my god yeah totally so now we kind of get to the scene where obviously at this point it's even escalated the walkie talkies aren't working and then we get max head cam and a blend of all the other cameras for this scene so it's like i really like this so like we kind of get the through um kind of where we let off in the original YouTube video is basically yeah. where we're letting that where we're getting at. So, and it, it, uh, so
1: it's like they, they blend the original YouTube video with shots from Max head cam, the, alt, the security like camera. The, yeah. The and, people who made that we've been following all this stuff for. And exactly. it seemed like maybe there was another YouTuber or two in there, like a couple other unseen. I think so as well. Because like, there.
0: Cause they show like a, a POV from the front of the house where like the ghost host opens like the blonde girl that like right, is a right, from exactly. the front. So like she opens up for everybody. Um. But at this point, like, it's a very – I was really impressed with the amount of cameras that are in this sequence, how seamlessly they're all congruently kind of going through, specifically when it's weaving in from the first video that we see, which right. is like the Notorious YouTube one. Mm-hmm. Um So we see uh, Joey Bale, and then Sarah goes upstairs to alert Alex, and then Mac goes to investigate. Another guest was actually recording downstairs, and we see the bound um,
1: girl—what
0: is her name in this?
1: The actress? Yes. Uh, Melissa? Yes. There we go, yeah the, so, the yeah, real actress or the character who no, is Lauren an actress? A. Kennedy plays Melissa um yes, who is an actress a sca- a character character I just say
0: character probably just they say actor in the movie um but uh, pleading for her to be let free because this is not part of the show as Joey the clown bolts and we see a dark figure in a shroud by the wall uh no way out, by the way, because they try using the exit and they turn around to the girl being chained up and being attacked. And I think there's literally more of those shrouded characters now emerging. Yes. As like mm-hmm. one of them is like I'm assuming stabbing her or something like that. You don't really don't see really what know. happens. But you uh, sure probably as not hell, tickling. Not tickling. Way more than tickling. Um, but you literally see a hell mouth open up and suck her body in
1: that entire scene was like Which, what the fuck so we had been seeing that that was like with the stuff that uh, Alex had been drawing in his notebook as it got off the rails he was drawing yeah. that circle opening and the person the, clown's the face thing. so it, it almost is like was he becoming did he come to the house to do was he drawn there to do this or did he come there in the house possessed him to do that you know what i mean because yeah. it's almost like he was orchestrating this
0: 100 percent. i feel like i don't know i feel like it just infected him like it infected everyone else because it ultimately wound up killing him you know what i mean so it's like sure. i feel like if like he was trying to help the house that it would give i don't know there wasn't like a trade off as in like he just got murdered i think it was just like he he was so blinded by having to do this haunted house mm-hmm. and do these things but then also like doing this psychotic setup that is just, I don't know. So it was infections. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, panic is now ensuing upstairs as Mac leads people out of the house. Once a bunch of people are let out of the house, the door shuts itself and locks. Then Mac sees a little girl in the parlor with a chiming clock, which I'm assuming is the 11-year-old girl ghost. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, oh, God. Um, as Tony uh, is, I think Tony's going to the basement. The basement door slams on its own, and he runs upstairs, uh, and then back to the attic where we see Alex hanging from a noose, um, and then a group of black-robed boogeymen attack Mac. And I think they hang him as well. I think they're. I think Hard both of them say, are-
1: I wasn't sure what they did. Uh, yeah. They it's, like To me, it was just kind of like, got him. Yeah. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up it's like
0: yeah I don't yeah it's like weird because you see a silhouette of someone else hanging but I don't know if that's supposed to be Mac or if that's supposed to be Alex if like Mm -hmm. you know and they don't really confirm
1: that as well do you I see I don't think I noticed the silhouette of someone else hanging there's so much to see you know what I mean you're it really is searching the the frame
0: and it's I mean I think that's the fun part about it I mean I could also see how it would be kind of a little frustrating I guess Because it's also like found footage, especially during chaotic scenes, is like strapping a camera to a puppy's head and having it run around where it's like it's very visually jarring (laughs) and like it's not really giving you the full story, obviously.
1: I don't know Um, if it's because I've watched more found footage movies or if I am just more used to seeing home video now than I used to be but it's not yeah. as jarring as it used to be and I wonder is that because there's more found footage movies or is that because of YouTube in a way you know yeah, what I mean
0: no, no that's a really good point I don't know I think also for me the only time that I've actually felt I guess you would say nauseous well, seeing a found footage movie is like I was like front row for Cloverfield when it came out. And like a mm. lot of the subway scenes that were jarring, it's also like 40 feet across my face. And I was yeah. just like the whole time I was like, oh, I'm getting a little gurgly. But that could have just been literally because I'm like <laughs> staring at it directly in front of my you know what I mean? Like I was like towards found- the back of
1: it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Found, footage I've, stuff found in general. footage, I've never I, I've never felt uh sick from found footage but when i saw hardcore henry in theaters i had to leave like almost immediately which was that action movie from the first person perspective yeah yeah. in the beginning of the movie his like eyeballs are separated so you're looking at like two different images kind of blended together through the middle before they like connect and you can see properly and it made me so nauseous i had to Leave. I went back to my hotel room. Even oh, my felt God. sick, like, going up the elevator. <laughs> so, Henry was hardcore for you. Way too hardcore for me. Hardcore Henry LLC. <laughs> I like that. I dibs on that.
0: All right. So, uh, and then the rest of this is Sarah was unharmed and got in front of the house where the police were waiting. And then Diane, the woman's like, so nothing happened to you the entire way from the
1: attic to the front door why was she so specific on asking that you know what i mean it seems well it's see this is weird because
0: from the viewer's perspective we're seeing everything that's going on but while this is going on like while in real time these tapes have just been handed over so she's just like all of this crazy shit happened to everybody going to like one room you made it from Th- technically three stories. You went from the attic to the second story to the first floor out to the f- out the front door and nothing happened to you. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's, like, one of the most unbelievable aspects for Diane after hearing this story is, like, how did nothing... Like, things were coming out of the... Like, out of the walls. There's hell pits opening. There's a bunch of other crazy mm-hmm. shit that she's describing that, like... She's like, okay, I don't know.
1: The way she really goes after it, like... I don't bothered me a little bit. Took yeah, it takes me out. It's a
0: little. A little. Yeah, I think it, may, it might have been a little too on the nose. Um, but anyways, yeah, the interview's done. She says she's staying in room two to see if they have any other questions, and then tells uh Diane, yeah, it's Diane, right?
1: Yeah, that's Diane, the reporter or the lady uh, making the
0: documentary. <laughs> Uh, I like the fact she goes like, yeah, but like, why don't you just go to the hotel? Why don't you just see it for yourself? And then literally to like blaze a breaking and entering scheme. And she's like, nah, that seems appropriate. Let's do that.
1: As soon as she said, I, I think you guys should visit. I was like, oh, like yeah. uh, you. I was like, oh. you didn't make it out and you're trying to get them to go back there. But also um, it made. The framing of the story makes so much more sense to me because on my first watch, a lot of the time I was like, why in the hell would they tell the story this way where they're like interviewing these people and interviewing these people and now they're going to interview this girl and now she's brought all this footage to them that is now going to take up most of the story only to come back to it. I was like, if you had come across all this, why would you put it together in this manner to tell the story? And it's so you can have that surprise this, at the end exactly so the yeah so uh,
0: one of them stays behind while the other two go uh, to the hotel but in doing so they go to the front desk and Sarah is not staying there and there are no letters in any of the hotel
1: rooms at this hotel right or like wink, uh, can we go wink, to 2C wink, wink we don't have a 2C what about Sarah Havel there's no Sarah Havel well maybe she's staying under something else yeah maybe <laughs> right. Let's go.
0: Let's just do this, right? And this is like and again,
1: this is like the crux of And Sarah uh, had reached out to her. I on, I noticed that on my second watch yes. when they're debating whether or not she's gonna show up. Uh I think we get one of those black with white text things saying like Sarah Howell reached out to Diane about the documentary. About the documentary she to be to, part of it. Absolutely. And this also gave me and
0: obviously it's done after, but um we are still here vibes. Where it's like, I think the idea of an entity being able that you would think in a haunted house ha- in, in a conventional haunted house film is that oh, these creatures are within the parameters of right. said haunted thing. So when they venture out like this thing, literally a right, part but of this it,
1: isn't a haunted house. This is
0: a, a, hell, a hell, mouth. hell mouth. It's a hell mouth. Exactly. And also, actually, the same thing with... Hellmouth uh, LLC. Hellmouth LLC. Well, it's Show the same with thing with mouth, though, We Are Still Here, too, because that's literally like a, like a weird... You know, Did it end up inter- being a Hellmouth? It's don't like remember. a Hellmouth, like, uh, intradimensional pit of evil. You know what sure. I mean? So, it's like... But I just... I really like that aspect because, like, when you... I think we have this preconceived notion when we get into haunted house films that they can only exist within the parameters of the house. So, when right. you have something that's, like, past that, you're like, oh, Fuck I was that wasn't even on my fucking radar. Well, if Diana had actually walked through the footage, she probably would have seen the last part of it. Because or Mitchell, answer the phone when Mitch calls. Yes, either one of those would have been very important because Mitchell actually goes through the footage, and, and I think they say and cannot explain the following footage. Uh, it, <laughs> sh- it shows Sarah crawling through the first floor towards the exit, and uh oh, Spaghettios. Paul is there, and he beats Sarah
1: bloody in the face with a camera. He ta She has the camera. He takes it from her. Yeah, and we just see like you know the ceiling and the the she's getting beaten with the back of the camera, so we don't see her beating. We just see the camera movement.
0: Yes, and then we get the uh, very beaten up Sarah, and in classic Chuddle the pod format,
1: she gets sucked off screen. Yes. there's some Paul. blood on the wall. She's got a bloody nose and like face side of the face. Yeah. And this is like some of the most gore we get in the whole movie. This, this is along with the next bit. That's why I'm giving it yeah. very low. You know? Very, very low.
0: Yeah, because Paul stands there for a second, takes a piece of glass off the floor, and slits his own throat technically off-screen. Uh definitely off screen. and slides into frame. So like you do see the gas. it slides
1: into frame, but then you only even see just the top or you know, only yeah. a little bit where the wound is slides into the frame. But we do the get some the frame.
0: We get some choking and some gurgles though. So what we don't we see do. in
1: physicality, we get in acting.
0: Look- <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> That's spot on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. just dub that over the real version, be the exact same thing. Um, yeah, so Diana heads over to the hotel just like the beginning of the documentary, uh and they make their way inside. Um the cameraman is now the viewer because we now know what's going on and so does the fucking cameraman because he's like I am not going in the goddamn basement. You are fucking crazy. Are you fucking serious? Like I like mm-hmm. the fact that Diana is like she's intentionally trying to go into these spaces for the story and the cameraman's like this is what the fuck? This is yeah. two, and it reaches a crescendo when they realize, oh fuck, she said two C. That's two C. She's in we just in came
1: the, to two we, C. Yeah. We
0: just came to two C. And then, um, I like the camera as he goes. We aren't here to go in a creepy ass room. And then she goes, well, I am.
1: I am. Yeah, <laughs> I love that.
0: And wouldn't you know it, Sarah is on the bed facing the fucking window. Sarah are you okay are you okay Sarah Sarah are you okay no she's not <laughs> she's definitely not the door slams and dark figures show up and fucking take both of uh Diane and the cameraman screaming and yelling uh as we get the camera on its side and this movie was brought to you in part by meow mix slowed dun, down dun, dun 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 dun
1: and then we get that fade to black baby Hmm. Hmm. I they, guess Mitchell found, went and got this camera and put the rest of the movie together on his own. I. Are you kidding me? I would not have stepped foot in that house to
0: get that camera. Uh somebody did. Oh, yeah. Did. It's Some you know. Part of me detective, <laughs> right? Part of me, actually. You know what? That's oh, a really that'd good be point. A
1: funny story. Is uh, like the people who are going out there to like there's a business of people that find footage to make these found footage. Movies. Yes.
0: That's where, Hey, that's the whole cult in VHS. Um, kind of. Yeah. But it's a, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, part of me also thinks that the hotel wanted a documentary made about it as in oh, like, so that it I was abandoned like, for so long. And then yeah, they have this haunted house draw more people to it. Yeah. So like, it had the nice honeypot of like the the haunted house where it could, you could kill fifteen in one night. And now, mm-hmm. if like you make this thing like notorious and have this documentary behind it, can you imagine how many urban spelunkers would like just try to break in hell, there? Hell, it's
1: a real haunted house. I want to go there now. Oh my god,
0: <laughs> yes! Uh, next year, we're, we need to go to Pennsylvania and go through this haunted house with hell with Hell House LLC shirts. Well, and on that note, uh, I think it's time for us to take a uh, little bit of a break before we get into our crematorium of questions. Are we? Yeah, we're back. All right. Oh, okay. Let's, yeah, okay, cool. Let's get into our crematorium of questions. Um, mm-hmm. Sam, okay, are, are we surviving Hell House? Are we?
1: <sighs>
0: See, I feel like there's... Tough. This are is, we
1: setting up the haunted house inside of Hell House? Mm-hmm. Presumably we are, right? I would assume so. And if that's the case, no. I feel like the longer Definitely you're not. in
0: this house, you're fucking right. toast. I mean, people were in this house for less than t- six minutes and 15 of we're them not. were murdered. Right. So
1: so there's a chance we'll live if we're I would say customers, dep- <laughs> depending on where you were in the tour group. Right, right. But I think basically if you were in or about that basement at a, about that time, you're fucked, right? Yeah, pretty, pretty well fucked. I mean, like, I think the people well that. Fucked.
0: G- well fucked. Hell fucked, Proper actually. Fucked. Proper hell LLC. fucked. I'll see. LLC. Uh yeah, no, I don't mm, yeah, I think that most people that were like walking down the stairs, I think he probably got maimed cuz like they're just talking about the deaths. I can't imagine those people trying to get out. Um this mm-hmm. yeah, I would say limited survivability for Hell House. I would agree. Uh, this is going to be a I mean, god, this this is like a choose your own adventure. How are we going to make it gooier? Just adding
1: goo I think would be Yeah, or should it be gooier? And this one in this case, I, don't think I would should. say I, mean, I would say yes. You you don't think it should? I I you're I, so hard to predict. No, no okay, such so movies with, that are like seven out of ten on the gore meter, and you're like, yeah, it should be gooier. And this <laughs> well, because I like the
0: fact that this is more. This is
1: the only movie. This is ahead. more off-putting than gooey.
0: Although I do admit, like, not throats, at all. It's yeah, exactly. I mean, like, if we, nah, yeah. I mean, like, I think some of the deaths could be obviously gooier um but i yeah i I like the how off putting it is without the gore in this. I think that's actually one of the most uh, commendable things about this movie is that it didn't need to make things gooey to make i them agree you know
1: I agree, but i this one is one I would definitely add goo to uh, oh goo, my God the goo cut the other on movies, this would be amazing though other like other movies with low goo counts, or that I have said I didn't need more goo, I don't think I would enjoy the movie more if it were gooier. This movie, as much as I like it, I think I would like it even more if it was a bit gooier. If it gooeyer. was, yeah.
0: I mean, like, I don't think we have to go like Evil Dead two amount of goo, but like, I know. oh, but I'm it's a haunted you house, pick it up to I mean, a four or five, four even, or five, you
1: know what I mean? It doesn't need to
0: go can, much higher than that. I can, uh, you know, I, I, I can, I can definitely agree with that. Um, this is gonna be a weird one. Um, villain level. What are we
1: what okay. are we given
0: the hotel? Because I mean I'm assuming we're just doing the whole building. Sure.
1: Well, if we do it to scale iconography and power level, its power level has gotta be like a four. four five.
0: I was gonna say a four and, five. and a five. The only reason why I'm not saying five is cause people actually
1: escaped. Sure. Like, if but those a, were not those were just people who were there for like a minute, right? Like, yeah, that's true. Um, I, yeah. But I, it I, is escapable and you have to go to it. It's yes. not like it can get to you. So I'll drop it to a four. Um, and then it's not, I mean, looks wise, there's nothing about no. the Hotel Abaddon in particular. It stands out as really the 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 particular clown, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean, like, the clown, I guess would be part of it, which is super fucking creepy, but as a building, it's weird. I would definitely say the iconography is low for me, but not in Mm -hmm. a bad way. Like, it's innocuous. Like, it's inconspicuous. As in, like, this just looks like an offset. Like, it doesn't read dark and gloomy and crazy. I I guess unless you're on Google Street View, and then you actually see all the ghosts. But um, yeah, no, no, no. I would probably say well, maybe like a, like a seven or an eight. Hotel. I'd give it maybe like a seven or an eight. Okay, total.
1: Um, yeah, so that works for me. I'll be at like a. Yeah, let's just split the difference. Call it a seven and a half. Love it. Great. Um,
0: does this movie? What's What are your sequel ideas for this? If you had to do a sequel for this, do you think it deserves so, a sequel? Or do you think... And like, if you had to do a I sequel... If I did a
1: sequel, it would be a non-found footage prequel about the guy who hung himself. Ooh, totally yeah, there. yeah. It would be, yeah, it would be his... Whatever he was actually up to, if he disappeared those people or not, Ooh. um if he was part of this cult, whatever it is, it would be... The, the trials and tribulations about around that particular disappearance. Nice. I feel, oh man, okay. So I would have, <laughs> I,
0: man, I almost want to do like a, like a, like a rec two, where it's like they get a call about a distress in the house. And then it's like the found footage of a SWAT team having to go in to mm. the hotel. And then like, mm-hmm. Just it gets so you really get the goo like that would be like goo supreme. You know what I mean? Like a bunch of dudes just having to use like goo supreme, goo supreme. Yeah, definitely. Or honestly, I would even have one about just like either go way over the top, like Rambo style or a, like a Goonies style where it's a bunch of kids break in and it's a bunch of kids mm. trying to escape the house. Right.
1: Ah, fuck it. Let's send Sean Ruddy over there. <laughs> um, man. Okay, so
0: there really isn't a soundtrack. Would you buy a haunted house themed
1: soundtrack for this? Would you want the
0: with the in particular? Hotel? I'm
1: going to go ahead and say no. Yeah, because it it sounds like just a chains chaos rattling for the most part. and then
0: people screaming, staticky nine one one calls.
1: Um Thunks babies crying. Yeah, right. <laughs> do you have a band name for this? I do not have a band name for this. Do you have a band name for this? Um
0: I would just name it Abaddon and then a Abaddon the album Abandon All Hope. Oh yeah. Nice. And then just I, a say and then just a satanic metal band. And it just uh-huh. and then and then call it the Basement Sessions.
1: Oh, okay. So this is like the uh this, have you heard this band? Like they never put out the album. You just have the demo. We just the have basement. the demo. They recorded in a basement, and then they all died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as the song was over, they all went to hell. Um, oh man, are you are you getting an action figure from this? I'd get that creepy. Clown I would get the sure. clown. Uh, by the way, uh, if you're wondering what frame has been the background for Ross's. uh <laughs> Zoom meeting this whole time, it has been the creepy clown. It's, it's
0: right over my shoulder, which is mm-hmm. very yeah. off-putting. And but also, I put it there and it still has surprised me twice during mm-hmm. this recording. I look up and go, fuck. Oh, she's okay. There you go. No, I did that. I did that.
1: Now, what would be scary is if he's not there all of a sudden. Oh, my God, he just disappears. And you look in front of you is he's there. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> oh, God. I would, I would poop. Um... <laughs> okay we're just going to say the clown right like do you want a prop from the movie the prop's going to be the clown
1: uh prop from the movie gotta be the clown right is there anything else not really nothing comes to mind um oh man I, i trinket wise
0: oh you know what i would get alex's notebook that starts crazy. Oh, that is a good one. That's and then a good one. Yeah. That because mm-hmm. it's it's more compact. I where are you gonna put a six foot, six Absolutely. and a half foot tall clown?
1: You know what I mean? Like his yeah, notebook's much better. It
0: moves on its own, so no matter where you put it, it's gonna be somewhere else. You're never gonna find it. Such an asshole, that guy. <laughs> what, what a fucking jerk. Um Do we have anything for the midnight showing of this? I I didn't Go ahead. I I know I didn't. I had a big. This is one of those weird ones. I had a big old goose egg on this
1: one. Oh, um, I, I nothing in particular. Just a whole bunch of like, behind you, over there, look out type of yes deals. You know nothing special. More just more just screaming <laughs> at it. Um, is Pearl surviving a night Pearl from X? Yeah, Pearl from X. No, definitely not. How do you think
0: how? she's, how she's going to go out? For me, I think well, she's gonna accidentally here. trip down the stairs. I think she's just gonna literally just do a header down the stairs and just die. Like she'll see the clown have a heart attack and then just drop down the stairs.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Girl. That's good.
1: Um, I was thinking that she would probably see the clown and be like and hit on it, and then somehow the clown who oh. we have not seen move would move to kill Pearl. Yes. Just by
0: the sheer audacity that it's, it's, she's hitting on him. It's like, get away from me. Oh yeah. my god, no. Oh, it's so gross. All right. It's now time to pull... Snow. Snow. It's now. What time is it? Snow. <laughs> it's it, now. It's now time to pull our satanic sabers out as we rate this film on our shuttle scale. Uh, we use a rating scale of zero to five fingers. Each finger adds to the score, uh, with more fingers equaling a higher score. And don't forget, you can chop off half a finger or no fingers, whatever you're feeling. Um, now, Bryguy is not with us, but he sent us a really staticky walkie talkie message, uh, about yeah. his rating. Sam, do you want to, uh, do you want me to do that?
1: Uh, well, I didn't know... I wasn't expecting to have to improv a static walkie-talkie. Right? Oh, yeah, no, 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 we don't have to do that part. Okay, okay. I, I got it. You got it? Okay. Brian says, Hell House LLC, engaging, cutting off a full finger for that one. Sticky, full finger there, that's another one. T-shirtable, only a .5 on the t-shirt, mm. not feeling something about the shirt, hard to say what. Cockles, that's a full figure. It really made his heart cockles yeah feel good in some way, I assume. Or felt bad strongly in a way that he liked it though, kind of. Oh. Ooh. Hurt so good. Hurt so good. And then Haunts so Rewatchable. Good. He gave a full figure as well for a total of four or five out of five, which is a Damn! fantastic score. Brian added these thoughts. For being such a little found footage freak, you'd think I'd seen this sooner. I watched it for the first time probably earlier this year, and it's quickly become one of my favorite found footage movies. While it doesn't hit the full five, I feel it's really good at hitting all the notes it's trying to hit. It's a pretty straightforward film, and to me it's almost like a comfort horror movie. I know I'm not going to be challenged, but I know I'll have a good time.
0: Nice. Fair. Very fair. Nice. Nice!
1: all right sam my turn now Mm -hmm. i mean unless you want me to go i mean i mean i just kind of went but it wasn't mine oh Um, that's all right engaging that's a full one i was definitely engaged and actually even more engaged the second time because i was noticing more things had more questions about different things wanted to figure out more stuff like i'm i'm even more interested watching it now uh, sticky, Yeah, that's an interesting one. We'll see what it ends up being, but I'm going to give it a 0.5 for now because uh, it seems like it's one of those things where I might even only remember that I liked it and couldn't tell you much about it. Um, We'll oh, see. I feel
0: like, yeah.
1: Go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, I think the clowns v- scarred into oh, my memory. yeah. Forever. It's one of those things where... I'm a big boy that doesn't get scared. So it, like I was like a lot of this, like yeah, I understand. You is, them big boy pants. This is like well executed scary movie stuff, but. What mm. else? <laughs> T-shirtable. T-shirtable is <laughs> going to get a one for me for the clown. I think the clown is cool. I like the movie a lot. Yeah. Um, I've seen different ver- po- versions of the poster that I think are really cool. So mm. definitely full finger for T-shirtable. Cockles, that's going to get a full finger as well. Um, it, it I, I, on my first watch, I wasn't sure I'd give it a full finger for cockles, but again, the second watch, I was surprised at how mm-hmm. much more it had to offer me on a second viewing, um which kicked up mm-hmm. the cockle rating. Which goes back to our last one, rewatchable, which is also going to get a one because, as I've been saying, as I've been going over Ooh. the scores, it's like I feel like there's a lot to, way more to get out of this than I thought there was after my first viewing or not even, you know, just mm-hmm. stuff to explore. It's not like I'm going to be learning any of the great life lessons yeah. here, but it's fun. And I, I, I like looking yeah. at it. <laughs> so that gives me a 4.5 out of 5 as well.
0: Man, I think we're all going to be, we're all going to be oh, kind of on the same train. Um, engaging for me fully engaged with this movie i'm fully engaged with this movie f- the fifth or sixth mm-hmm. time i've seen this movie um which goes right in part with sticky for me is that it's the stickiness of obviously the clown is freaky but it's also the stickiness of all the weird subtlety and all the other cogs in the background of this movie mm-hmm. that are working that i feel like you catch a little more every time you right. revisit it and i think it's like you're not going to get a full explanation because that's not the point of the movie, but it, it you get it's like you see a little further through the veil a little more every time yeah. you kind of like watch it, which I think works really well for especially the subject matter of this. Um, t-shirtable, see, this is the weird one. T-shirtable for me is Same going... Brian, this is yeah. the one that gets the point five. Yeah, so like I do like it. I think the clown would be great. Honestly, I would totally just get on the front pocket t- small Hellhouse and on the back oh, sure. staff mm-hmm. like a like a hellhouse staff shirt would be amazing but i think just because it yeah the i think the um the clown is cool but like shy of that that's for like one of the only well, I things the, i could think of what's the in other it that i
1: would character we see the girl that takes paul um is also very cool looking oh, and the yeah, hooded yeah. figures are really cool looking whenever we see characters i think cool they have a cool design to them
0: oh 100 um cockles cockles gets a one from me um which is kind of weird because like you said uh there's not a lot of goo in this mm-hmm. and usually cockles and goo go mm-hmm. real hand in hand um I do kind of agree, you know now kind of marinating. On it, I do agree. I think if it was gooier, I think it would be a a, a great movie. But right. it's still a great movie with or without the goo, um, which is like is awesome. Like this relies on like misperception of where things are going to be laying. It's like foreground, it's background, it's how it's shot. It's just it, I don't know. There's so many things going through that it just eviscerated the cockles. Um, rewatchable rewatchable gets a Bing. one as well rewatchable is a uh, bazinga. this oh movie's a bazinga uh it's just it's just so good for me personally now obviously i will cover the sequel oh, and will? i won't obviously no spoilers i like watching one and two back to back like that's a really uh. fun watch is kind of just like one to two like a double double feature creature night i think is a fantastic um how how does this compare to the other movies well i'll
1: tell you it sits um well we all gave it the same score actually so it is 4.5 out of five right did we all give it the same score sorry i'm i lost it yeah 4.5 out of five yeah uh that sits uh right next to scare package we oh wow, we got a good amount of four or fives this is there's only two other movies that got four or fives across the boards that's the ring and the sadness um nice yeah i mean it's in good company which is so
0: funny to me because one of the more i like it's the one of the most tame, yeah like glorious movies yeah and the goriest <laughs> totally. movie that PG we've are literally like,
1: on the same level i really the line i don't want to watch any further <laughs> nc 17 <than
0: C-17>. <laughs> yeah the this yeah mm-hmm. exactly I, and, I, and I then other four or
1: fives include scare package friday the 13th part six and that's it actually yeah so handful there right above it. Uh, you got your pussy cakes and babadooks right below it. You got your blobs and black phones amongst oh, more. Nice.
0: Don't do we have
1: anybody from uh we got the we Discord got a couple I put on the call uh, very last minute, but we got a couple here. Let's see
0: here. And if you'd like to have your score heard on the podcast, get in our Discord. We have a little, uh, little, sub, uh, little sub-discord-y. Channel, I do don't know call channels.
1: We have channels for every movie that we're going to we cover. Go. And you can let us know ahead of time. Exactly. We'll include it in the episode. Also, we leave it up for a little while after the episode comes out. So if you want to come mind telling anything that happened in the episode, you can do it in there, too. That being said, The Witchy Cajon... Richie Prey Hall (laughs) says seriously spooky one of the most recent films to give me that physical fear reaction that clown mannequin with a mind of its own don't fuck around I'm getting nervous just typing this out five fingers babe and then T-Boo said he hasn't watched it in a while since uh, he covered it a few years ago but he enjoyed the premise and finds it a uh and the creepy factor. He gives it a full one for engaging for that reason. Sticky, he gives it a .5 because some imagery is stuck with him. A sp- and the little piano, did he? Cause he was probably didn't realize that it was catchy. Yeah. Loving exactly. that now mix. T shirtable is also a half finger uh for the haunt itself and those spooky clowns. Cockles, he'll give a full finger too. Um, he rarely remembers enjoying that and the atmosphere of the film and everything, but rewatchable gets a zero because he never went back to it. So that's three out of five overall, mm-hmm. and it kind of now he kind of wants to go back to finish the series. I guess there's a new one coming out. He added, so uh, mm-hmm. five and a three that'd be a four there. So other uh, two we got were a little bit higher, but like I said, I know this movie is really well regarded, particularly in found footage circles this is always popping up oh huge
0: absolutely all right i think that leads us to our final thing oh, thingling uh thingling all right this one actually is not a would you rather it's not a, oh. ja- t- a chat gpt element op uh, GPTL, oh. L-M-N-O-P. uh th- I, this is just kind of a direct question um now the clown's off-putting If you were doing this movie and you had to put one of your big phobias in the basement, what would you replace the clown with?
1: That's really tough. I don't really have many options here. Uh, Live hippopotamus. What does that be? (laughs) Oh my God, a live animal. Um, (laughs) Oh, you've never heard of the Halloween hippopotamus? the, the roof of a tall
0: building. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't put heights in a basement. Um. Okay. How about how, Let I'm me not afraid of like spiders Instead, or clowns
1: if, or anything like that. You know what I mean.
0: That's, well, what if? Okay, so if you had to take the clown out, what what do you think would be a fun, uh, um, substitute okay. for the clown? For just mannequins? like
1: something that pe- I I would want to go something people find scary, and honestly, I would probably do the it's flooded. You have to. It was like, but you know, uh maybe two feet deep, ankle yeah, deep not or two deep, okay. maybe even just ankle deep, right? Not very deep. Um and there are parts though, like and people can just walk around there as normal, but sometimes maybe the bottom falls out and you just fall down into the water, or maybe sometimes an arm comes what? out of this ankle deep water and pulls you in, or you know, play with that in you know, the fear of like Water, that idea like, and you get yeah, to play with water and stuff, play with that within the confines of like you know, ankle deep water, flooded basement would be Ooh. interesting. I like that. Um, mine would be it's like a
0: little mix of opera, the
1: movie. And, uh, or I would have a bunch concept. of concept, the
0: movie, yeah, <laughs> or the concept. Well, you know, a little bit of both. Um, no, towards the end of the movie, I would have a bunch of mannequins and characters in white sheets. Like ghosts, but like, do, like a dozen, like thir- fifteen of them, twenty of them. So like, you have to weave your way in and out of all of these ghosts, and you have absolutely no idea which one's a mannequin and which one's a natural. Sure, actor.
1: well, scream three ghost face costume action. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. and actually, they could use the same robes for all the satan. It just have sure, a bunch yeah. of weird satanic oh, ghosts, go. and they could just they yeah, even ran into the rope room. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think that is a great place to conclude this meeting of Chuddle the Pod Movie Club meeting for tonight. ladies um, <laughs> I, I, I concur. I um, concur. So don't forget about all the places you can get at us. Please rate and review us. Um, make sure you tell a friend. Um, you can find Sam
1: Letterboxd.
0: Yep at -hmm. shuttle the sam you can find me on instagram at my name ross purvis and brian is our crypt keeper of the discord always lurking always commenting
1: always encouraging our fellow shuttle heads big encouragement in there he's not calling stuff mid every time you post something (laughs) exactly
0: um yeah, so I hope you guys have a uh, great rest of your morning, noon, night, day, brunch, whatever you guys are doing. And uh, until next time, don't avoid the time loop. It? Don't get. Th- <laughs> Avoid the time loop. See, this one, what sucks is that we're doing ones that have time loops, so I feel like we're not avoiding the time loop. But you should. We should. We recommend that should. To We everyone. don't.
1: Avoid the time loop.
0: We recommend that to everyone. Uh, completely avoid the time loop, albeit that we never do that. It's mostly what? just do what we say. Well, no, what we, we do? avoid
1: the time loop. We just witness the time loop and go, I don't want none of that, and you shouldn't either. <laughs> and that's the that's shuttle true. promise. Avoid the time loop.